Were you trying to be a fish then? Hello and welcome, I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the misaligned marionettist. Uh, totally didn't forget it halfway through. Um, gentlemen, how are we? How is everyone? What's everyone been up to, Brett? Why has it been me now three weeks in a row? Uh, oh, what a shift. Law of averages. Because every time I go to Al, he's like, oh, why do you always pick me? Like, well, he wasn't I drinking. Mean, there's two of us, right? right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, exactly. Right. So what have I been working on? Yes, I put out the Gary Gary Camp video, uh, which was a lot of fun. Delightful. And as expected, I did not get the views that Mark Rober's uh, squirrel video did with his... Oh, uh, yeah. Do you guys that. even know what I'm talking about? Wow, the blank yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Just, cut, just cut a watermelon in half. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I loved being able to put that out because it was a fun video and everyone was delighted by it and it was just nothing but uh, hilarious jokey comments and references to video games and other nerd things. So, we call it a success as usual. Amidst that, I've been working on that large tentacle project and getting a lot further along in that. Um and then, unfortunately, we had two days in a row with the craziest wind I've ever dealt with out here. To the point where uh, a couple of sheets of old OSB that I had just I had not gotten rid of yet because I figured maybe I could use them at some point um, busted up one of my fence poles. So I had to fix nice. that. And the light on the back of my house got ripped off. And I woke up at 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning with something going <laughs> against the side of my house, and I didn't know what it was until. As well. well, yeah, for the visual listeners, uh, you got to imagine that thing flooping around in the high wind. So, had a couple of weird days with that, and I think I got sick <laughs> from the stuff blowing around in the air, whether it's allergies or something, which I usually don't experience because it's so dry. But <clears throat> the last two days, I have been. Gross. So that's really nice. it for me. Nice. It sounds yes. End awful. of statement. Yeah. Oh, um, I watched all of all of Love, Death, and Robots. Yes. Finally. What did you think? I'm blown away. It is <laughs> right. So good. I sent Al way too many messages. Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yes. Um, um, saying that the pirate episode was fantastic. No spoilers, but. They are in different orders. They have to be in different yeah. orders yeah. because yeah, yeah. I are. found 100%. I couldn't find a Netflix account to use or I couldn't yeah. find the passwords or whatever. So I may or may not have stumbled upon a website who was offering them and they were in a completely different order than what they were on Netflix. Also, <laughs> yeah. I bit the bullet and got a Netflix account because I, <laughs> I was that invested after watching one episode that I didn't want to watch a crappy uh, yeah. rip version of it. I'm glad I did. But... What is the Steve? What's the or Al or Steve? Doesn't matter. What's the name of the of the uh, the water temptress episode? Which it's series? The, over here, it's the very last episode of the newest season. And oh, I've, I've not got that far. Oh, I've only watched three of the new season. The water temptress. Hang on. 
have to bring up. It's got a really Netflix cool name because it's it's like Puerto Rican or something. But it's oh not- oh the beautiful, the yeah, amazing yes sorry yeah, yes yeah, yeah, I'm with you one. now yes. holy shit the the one with the the deaf guy is it real yes yes I oh spoiler alert oh <laughs> uh, that one completely so blew good. me away and like yeah. there are genuinely I was messaging Al the whole time but there are <laughs> so many good episodes and even the ones that I was like eh, I didn't really like it are still good it's just yeah. that they're like overall they're they're all very high quality and it is a reminder of how much I like vignette movies or vignette projects yeah. uh, where you're really given a short period of time to perform, you know, or, or produce something, but you, you kind of get more quality over quantity at that point. So mm-hmm. it's really nice. We don't have to go deep into it because genuinely I could have an entire episode dedicated to that yeah. show and why it has now got to be one of my favorites. And thank you guys for just driving it home that I needed to watch it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I I think we've we've said it on the podcast quite a lot. Like everyone should definitely watch it. Um, and the episode in question is Jibaro, J I B A R O. Um, but yeah, that was by a studio that did a really good episode in season two as well, and it is fucking brilliant. Like that one, that was one where I actually had to like because you know obviously it auto plays onto the next episode. I actually had to pause it and just sit, and just be like fuck just happened like, i watched it twice i yeah. started it over right after it hit the end of it i was like no no no, from the top <laughs> do it again uh, um it's very good saying that uh i only just realized that star wars visions is a thing which is essentially love death Visions and, is great yeah love death and robot for star wars um so yeah I've the one episode of that so far they're uh, very tasty. There is a feudal yeah. Japan one that is probably yes. the best yeah. and should be. That's, kind of yes. that's the, the, I think the, that was one of the guys that one? did Ninja Scroll. Ooh, might be wrong. Question nice. mark. Or at least one of the ones from um, Animatrix anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah no, that's yeah, the only yeah. one I've seen so far. Um, so I'm going to be watching more of that soon. Um, speaking more of on. watching more of that soon, Al, what have you been up to? I haven't got any Tom Green impressions in my catch up, but I can go <laughs> <laughs> like, like that if you want. <laughs> That's a dated reference. I, I, I appreciate that. Tom As opposed Green. to all our contemporary references <laughs> we make every week for money. Um so eventful. Ooh. Uh we talked about trying to get a car through an MOT last week. Yes we did. Uh subsequently it failed said MOT <laughs> on several accounts um fortunately these accounts were things which i'd already preempted um and already had the parts in the car <laughs> ready to repair um and i would have done it if i'd had more time Ooh. um but i didn't so i just winged it and thought thought it might pass um but there were super super quick fixes turned it around um the only thing that I couldn't do quickly was weld the rear sills yeah. because they were near seatbelt anchorage points, which is a fail on an MOT test. Yes. However, he did just say, or you could just take the seats out <laughs> and then I won't fail it. Perfect. <laughs> so I took the seats out and it passed. Nice. <laughs> um, which is fine because I'd literally only put the seats back in for the purposes of the test. So I don't actually use them or need them. Um, so they turned that around the very next day. It passed, which is great, uh, because I needed the car because I was driving to 
regional scout camp mm. at the weekend. Um, so normally when we do this, the scout camp, it's just the uh, my troop, which is like 10 kids. Um, but this was a regional thing, so I was like, oh, like, fuck, this is going to be like 100 kids here. This yeah. is going to be crazy. Like, how are we going to keep track of them? You know, I'm not going to meet them all. I know their names. Or blah, blah, blah. There's 660 kids at this camp. Fucking hell. Um, and as you can imagine, it was mental. Yeah. So it was it was like, uh, and these were younger kids as well. So this was like eight to 10-year-olds, mm. um, cubs, cub scouts. Um, and it was teaching canoeing and abseiling and zip lining and... Rifle shooting and archery and everything in between. Yeah, um, super fun. Kids loved it. They had a great time. No dramas. Uh, the weather was nice. Uh, the campsite was beautiful. It was in a forest, so it was like acres and acres of land with a lake to do the um, canoeing on, and yeah. all these lovely little glades in the forest. So everyone had their own little separate campsite. Awesome, like hidden away in the woods. Very fern gully. Um, and yeah, it was great. It was very wholesome. Awesome. But I'm now knackered. <laughs> and because in the UK this week it's um, bank holiday, we have two bank holidays this week on the Thursday and the Friday. Yes. Basically, it means I've got to condense an entire week into three days. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if I sound sleepier than Steve, that's why. Yes. I, on the other hand, am super hyped up because I have just got back from the gym decided to have a pre-workout mm-hmm. before i went because i was feeling super tired and sleepy just felt tired the entire time i was at the gym until i left and then the pre-workout kicked in so now i'm feeling super hyper and i'm not going to sleep tonight which is great um but yeah that sounds like super awesome i, I like, in my head i have this vision of the um the like the campground and everything being Almost like, um, did you ever watch Hilda on um, Netflix? Yes. You are muted. No, I read the books. You're still muted. Is it the same thing? You're still muted? I w- I'm not muted on the audio, so it doesn't yeah, matter. I can't hear you. Imagine the conversation continues. <laughs> I'm saying I'm I'm not muted on the audio. Perfect, so. yeah. <laughs> we can keep going. Um, uh, uh, the Hilda, is that the, book, the kids' books? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they've made a show. Yeah, yeah. Shock. Which? Okay. If you haven't seen, again, watch that. It's no, so I've, awesome. I've read the books, which is super nice. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, in my head, that's what the, the campground looks like. All lovely and twee and wholesome. And yes, yeah, it sounds not far off. I'm just um, trying to imagine what 660 kids look like. That's bigger than my. Well, I tell you what it looks like. I tell you what it looks like because we had to jam them all into one tent for like the opening ceremony and the closing ceremony. So it was like high school. It was like assembly, like yeah, in yeah. rows. And I'm like trying to work it out and count them in. I'm like, this isn't even half of them. <laughs> like this, this marquee is full. Um, but then on the closing night, we had like a movie night. Okay. And the the people that were running the entertainment were like fucking um, performing arts students. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, come on, guys, let's get ready. Yeah, <laughs> everybody say how much they love the Cubs. And I'm like, oh, come on, can we not just go and light some fires and like, you know, <laughs> skin some rabbits? And it's like... I've not come here to go to Butlins. Yeah. And the kids haven't come here to learn drama, but obviously, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever, moved with the times. Um, and they were in charge of the entertainment. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be like High School Musical yeah. or, you know, Taylor Swift goes to goes bananas or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> um, and then 
the second the the droplet of water hits the ripples and the music kicks in, I'm like, Bugs Life. Yeah. Oh. And <laughs> and it was in like four three aspect ratio. Oh my gosh. In the in a forest watching Bugs Life, and I'm like, Yeah, I mean, kids like Bugs Life. Yeah. This is fine. And we're watching it, and it's like getting all the laughs and stuff. I'm like, This movie is 24 years old. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh god! <laughs> I know that can't be right. And the like the other leaders I was with had never even seen Bugs Life. Never mind the fucking eight holy years. shit! It is. <laughs> I can't believe that. Like nobody that. at Scout Camp had seen Bugs Life before, and I was like, "This is the best Pixar film there is." <laughs> Have you not seen Bugs Life? That's and they're all loving it, and it's great. But what a lovely film to watch in the forest! But yeah, I was like, "Wow, this is." That's, this has been a long time. That's genuinely <laughs> perplexing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, yeah. Uh, t- sorry. That's thoughts. Completely through <laughs> me. Sorry. Um, I, I need to rewatch Bugs Life now. Um, yeah. See, what that, have you watched recently? Thank you. <laughs> that you thought came out five years ago, but actually it was 24 years ago. <laughs> Everything. Go. Um, yeah, that I like blah 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 blah. Um, it sounds like you had a great time though. I um, yes. I sorry, as you were saying it as well when you said about um skinning rabbits, I had a a thought in my head and then instantly realised it was a bad thought because I was like, oh, we you should definitely like try and do something with um Nick from Hunter Gather, and then remembered that <laughs> like Nick's probably not like kid friendly. Uh, yeah, so not. maybe not um, but I really want to go and do another co- course with him it was good fun um, it's, it's scouting for adults yeah basically which is good um, right yes what have I done uh, I don't know we've been doing lots of pans and cutlery and work has just been very monotonous again um, but I went to I went to Southampton on... I did something on Saturday. What did I do on Saturday? Ah, oh, what did I do on Saturday? Fuck. Uh, probably went for, a, like, a meal. No. Oh, no. I saw a band. <laughs> I, went, I went and uh, helped mum do some gardening. Um, oh, nice. It was. It was actually very pleasant. Um, and, yeah, Sunday, I went to Southampton and went to... I went temping bowling for the first time in years. Oh. It was so much fun. Uh, nice. And then ate... Uh, like ordered like you know in the bowling alley they've always got like food there it, mm-hmm. everything's breaded <laughs> like it's, everything, everything is everything is gluten. a chicken dipper yeah everything yes. is it, a beige buffet yeah so i was like oh, i just have some mozzarella sticks and some chicken dippers because you know they're, they're breaded but it's the least amount of bread i can get <laughs> and felt fucking awful afterwards but then went to uh a like an arcade but it's rather than being an arcade where you go in and you you know, obviously put your, your change into the machines. You just... Ah, oh, hence Time Crisis 4. Yes. Right, got you. So you just pay, like I think it was like a tenner, yes. um, and get an hour's free play of whatever you want, which also means you have infinite lives on everything. Um, oh. Woo! Played Mario Kart, but the steering wheel was broke, so that didn't go, work <laughs> quite so well. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a Mario Kart arcade machine where it had four working I know, right? <laughs> Ever. So fucking frustrating. Um but yeah, and then uh an alien game and um yeah, Time Crisis Four. Where did you play Area fifty one? Was that the alien game? Uh no, it was uh 
alien extermination. As in actual Yeah, alien. as in actual aliens. With a, with a capital yeah, yeah. A. Got it. Yeah. Um, that was well, Area 51 is a good game. Yes, it is. <laughs> that was the one during, while you were reworking on Time Crisis Machine. Yeah. I was just like, it was that and yes. Area 51. Those are the only two games I <laughs> yeah. wasted tons of quarters on. <laughs> but the thing is, the person I was there with uh, said about like, oh, are you any good at um, like Dance Dance Revolution? Because they had the, the thing there. And I was like, no, n- not even slightly. I'm way too unfit and I have no coordination. That's not going to work. <laughs> I love Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> yes. I'd, I'd love it if I was any good at it, but all that will happen is I'll get very, very tired and cry. Um, but yeah, uh, so I did that Sunday. That was really good fun. Um, uh, I've done some other... I genuinely can't remember what the fuck I've done this week. I Normally, whilst you guys are talking, I have a look and try and figure out what I've done this week. And I can't. I haven't. I didn't. I don't know what I've done. Uh, so, um Ah! Oh! I sorry. I just remembered. I, I fuck off, Brett. I started uh, working on um, the Lego uh, blacksmith house again because I hey. haven't touched. I haven't touched Ooh. it since like Christmas, New Year's. Um, so I started putting a few more bits together on that, um, which was really nice because it's been so long since I've played with any toys. Ooh, uh, wait a minute. Who as, got that for you? Because you said you weren't even going to open it until you figured out who got it for you. Ah, yeah. Uh, I, so I know who got it, but uh, I don't know if they want it being public knowledge. So I won't say because I can't remember whether or not they wanted it to be or not. But I can tell you This later. was years ago. Yeah, I know. This was almost as long ago as Bug's Life. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, yeah, to be fair, I realise that this, is, this will be year five of doing the podcast. We'll have been doing this for five fucking years in July? I think July or August, one or the other. Might as Which, well hang it up. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, that's fucking depressing, isn't it? Um, but you yeah. have a toy closet uh, that like all your old toys went in when you were young. Do we have to put this in that closet with them? It was was that another segue? No, I'm just going to bad refer- one. I'm just trying <laughs> yeah, to like just refer back to the original segue. Back into this. To- toys, toys, toys. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, as you may have guessed, uh, this week's topic is toys. Which, because Al picked and we spent too long trying to come up with alliteration, we didn't really discuss what toys we're discussing. So Al's going to explain it for everyone now. So it was sparked by the uh, adventures at the weekend with kids. And there was loads of activities. And there was rifle ranges and inflatables and archery and axe throwing for eight-year-olds yes which is just regular axe throwing but you're eight (laughs) um and like all these fun activities right yeah we put on loads of effort we've gone into it you know it costs a lot of money blah 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 lots of planning and stuff all the kids want to do is play with sticks (laughs) yep which is understandable because sticks are great right yeah yes um metal sticks if you can get them um, and it just got me thinking about like toys. And when I was a kid, I never really had toys. I never, you know, I had a few like hand-me-downs from my brother, but he was way older than me. Yeah. And there might have been some stuff that was like, um, from like your older cousins yeah. where they give them to you, and it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but for some reason, my parents were kind of anti-toy, and even if I'd got toys for my birthday, I'd have to give them back. Which is super weird and uncomfortable and yeah, creepy. That's weird. But this was my life. Um <laughs> and 
but I I found toys. In, I made my own toys, you know, or I found toys in things, or I. Yeah. So then, for me, a toy was not Mattel or uh, who make Hasbro. Yes, you know? it was not things created by a, a company. For me, toys was just things which entertain you. So it could be a stick. It could be a cool stone. It could be you know something that you fashion or a football or something that's like there and is unnecessary mm-hmm. but it somehow brings out the creativity in you and brings out this, yeah. this joy and this 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 want to fuck about yeah <laughs> and it got me thinking that everyone does it you know kids don't it's not just kids that have toys adults have toys yeah not adult toys <laughs> Toy, you know yeah. grown grown-ups have, have toys um but animals have it yeah. You know, yes, we buy stupid toys for our dogs, but if we didn't, they'd still just fuck about with balls or sticks or rocks yeah. or, you know, fish get like a little shiny thing and they're just obsessed with it. Yeah. And they'll mess around with it and birds love it too. So there must be something in our brains that just gets pleasure from things which are not, you know, they don't help us mate, they don't help us eat. So they don't, they serve no purpose, you know, evolutionary wise or survival wise. But what's the well? Because there's there's a couple of studies um, about the use of toys and animals using toys and, and how mm. animals interact with toys and things like that, and uh, especially with um, uh, predators, um, they tend to play with toys a lot, and a mm. lot of it is based around um, developing uh, essentially hunting skills. Hunting skills, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which is why you know you'll see dogs throwing around. Um, soft toys and shaking them and all of that because that that shake that they're doing when they've got yeah. a cute thing in no, them they're, they're just practicing killing yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and um and yeah so that, like there's there's this whole thing about um play being a um a form of uh, like teaching or like learning mm. um and developing like certain skills and that's why um it's it's also linked to intelligence um and there was a a thing about like how humans like one of the reasons that we've been able to develop is because we've uh, we've played and we've developed imagination and that imagination gives you the ability to um to uh, i can't remember the fucking terminology now but basically to be able to think outside the box to be able to think past okay. what's directly in front of you like there's the whole thing with when babies are first born they i can't remember the fucking term is but essentially lateral thinking well, no i was gonna say like if if you leave the room then to the baby you stop existing oh right yeah yeah um, yeah, what you mean. yeah yeah and like that whole thing like the the idea of play and the idea of um developing imagination is is all built into that like similar sort of functions so the more you play the more you develop that the better your imagination is the more you can think um of non obvious solutions or even obvious solutions but you know, with something that isn't necessarily there on the table or on the desk or at the screen or whatever. Um, so play is an extremely important thing in developing intelligence. And that that doesn't just mean when you're a kid. Like, mm. we should all be playing now. We should be fucking around and 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 having fun and doing these things. Whether that, that play is um, with toys or with computer games or anything like that. Because, again, sorry, Al, I know you... I mean, I'm, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm classing... Computer games as toys. Yeah, because that's you know it's something you don't need. It's it's a an object. Yeah. Because I I was talking to uh, Louise, Al's wife, um, 
last week about um about the the fact that sam their, their son uh their oldest plays a lot of computer games and um and i was like it's actually a really good thing like in terms mm. of like for uh, being good at stuff it's much better to play computer games than to sit in front of the tv and, and just play the uh, just watch tv um and the fact that it massively develops um hand-eye coordination and reaction speeds and things like that like all of that stuff is developed through that constant play um and there's a load of studies into it like people that play regularly have better reactions have better hand-eye coordination and that's not just necessarily you know with your your gamepad or your mouse and keyboard like that can then be applied to everything else as well and you you end up being more dexterous with your fingers and and all of this good stuff and your, and your mind yeah i mean the, 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 yeah there's this sort of condescending sort of sexist ideal that that men who have things for stimulation and mm. enjoyment and it's like boys toys yeah and it's like you know as if like we're fucking kids and we haven't grown up yeah and to your point you know boomers thinking that anyone playing a fucking computer game is wasting their time and yeah why don't you do go do something valuable? It's yeah. like, well, well, no, this is this is valuable. This is, this is me developing and growing yeah. and learning. And I mean, I always joke that I learned more from Half Life than an entire GCC physics course. Yeah. But um, yeah, computer games are toys for me. But yeah. the, the, there's there's something sort of more tactile that I wanted to to get into, mm. which is the the, the object and, and, and imbuing something in objects. So like finding a stone and a stone is a stone but then suddenly you have you build a little story around that stone and you 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 start to like the facets of it and the color and the texture and the feel mm-hmm. of it and then suddenly that's a toy it's mm. not a stone anymore and i think that's the same with a lot of things so like you you get that perfect stick and suddenly yep. you're attached to it and I, I don't know if we're creating it in terms of like because it's valuable all of a sudden but even the tools thing yeah it's like you know brett i know you'll have your favorite tools and they, even they might not be the most practical or the ones that actually do the job properly, but they're almost toys in that you like the form and you like how they, how you play with them. Mm-hmm. Even if you actually go and do the job with something else, yeah, <laughs> that, they're almost toys to me. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good way of looking at it, though, because I've never, never really actually put that perspective on the tools that I use and why I choose certain ones. But there's got to be a certain degree of ergonomics and usability, much like I did have access to to the stereotypical toys when I was younger, but I didn't have the like the nicest, nicest ones. You know, my mm. my parents were great, and they. I'm, I'm definitely... not. To- I'm not toy shaming, by the way. I'm, I'm well no, aware I'm normally here. <laughs> not, not at all. It was. It was every time you guys with your toys, <laughs> yeah, with your toys, with your nice toys and your name brands. Um. I remember, like, the first time I got a Transformer, it was one of the, you know, like, three little things turn, and suddenly it's a pterodactyl. And you're like, wow, that was a car two seconds ago. That's super neat. But then I do remember one of the kids in the neighborhood having, like, a Transformer set that every single one of them did 400 things, and they were all big. There was definitely something with toys and being large. Like, the bigger the Mm. scale the cooler they were, right? And I think it's like Al's point to infinite scaling. We're like, well, yeah, it'd be cooler if they could make that. But back in the 80s, they could make hinges and things like that that were microscopic and make a tiny transformer. But this 
this kid, I think his name was Carl. Um, he always had a lot of nice stuff. He had arcade machines oh. in his basement. That's where we played Goldeneye on his big screen TV, where we hung a sheet up in the middle of it so that you couldn't see during multiplayer. And <laughs> just just based on you saying that about the tools nowadays, it's like I maybe there's something similar, right? I've seen some of the nice tools, the nice equipment that people have. And I'm like, mm. yeah, but see how mine has this weird little rubber piece over here? I like that <laughs> little rubber piece. It serves no fucking purpose, but it, yeah. I like it. I like that it does that thing. It, maybe, it, it, it's, it's the maker knife. It's Jacko's knife. Yeah. That's a toy. Yeah. I like playing with the action, you know, and the holding it in my hand, not yeah. using it as a knife. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I mean, you guys are saying <laughs> that. The other knives for that. How many, how many times when I was recording over at Maker Camp was I playing with that leather cutter wheel just in the background? <laughs> like, you guys would always see me holding it. I don't have that over here now, but I do have one of these mini uh, razor blade, breakaway blades, right? And for yeah, everybody knows what these are, <laughs> even if you can't see it. I just play with these. Because I like the the feeling of it clicking in my hand, and I like the sound that it makes. And I keep muting my microphone because I want to play with it while you're talking. And then it goes like this. And that's well, me muting anyway, so you yeah. can't hear it. Because the other track's still, <laughs> yeah. still recording. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but yeah, so like... Cause... Because that's a really interesting point as well. Like the, the the fact that like there's a huge... Or there was a huge rise a few years ago in um, fidget toys um mm. f- designed for adults so you know it's it's something that's a little like a fidget cube where it's just got a load of little tactile things on just to play with just to occupy your hands and occupy your mind so that your like your subconscious can go on to other things and that's what a lot of play is as well like it's just it's a way of keeping yourself occupied so you can um you can do other things but just going back to a previous point it it just made me laugh the fact that uh, that Brett was going on about like you know the, the bigger toys and all that. I used to collect micro machines. I fucking loved micro machines. Oh, wow. So many of them. And what was great Very is good. I could then pass all of them on to like uh, my sister's kids, um, so they uh-huh. all go play with them. And Brio, I fucking loved Brio, the wooden train sets. Um, but mm. my favorite toy was a shitty plastic orange truck that uh, <laughs> that Mum tried to throw away five times and every time i don't even remember doing this but every time i would go downstairs and i'd pull it out of the trash bag and take it back and i still have like it's just there on the shelf now um <laughs> because it's it's my toys it's, it's it's like I, I i barely remember playing with it i just remember the fact that i i love that truck and i i never wanted to get rid of it and um yeah i still have loads of little toys and things like that like there's a i started working on the thumbnail already <laughs> there's a there's a stick uh that's in my bedroom that's it's actually the it's not even a leg it's like one of the spokes off of the back of a chair um that was in my granddad's workshop when we were clearing that out um after he passed and i was only like five or six um at the time but i remember grabbing that and i was like god oh, this is the perfect stick and that was it like that stick has moved every like every house i've ever lived in that stick has come with me and because it was the perfect and even now as an adult i'm like yeah but this is the perfect stick i need to keep this because it's a stick no (laughs) actual purpose to it but it's it's my stick and i still fucking play with it and stuff now and yeah i think 
uh, I think I've forgotten where I was going with this point, but sticks, yeah, sticks and that Stick, sticks are fucking great. And it's, so, uh, go on. I was just gonna say, yeah, it's it's just kind of that that whole thing of like it doesn't need to be like like Brett said, it doesn't need to be the super fanciest best thing ever. And I, in fact, I kind of feel like yeah, if you're if you're doing it purely for work, then yeah, having all the bells and whistles is great. But if you're playing around, then having like it's that whole thing of like less is more. Um, if I'm if I'm playing around and I just want to do some spoon carving, then yeah, if I was making spoons, then I would be using a bandsaw, <laughs> a Dremel, and a fucking belt sander. But if I'm playing around, I just want to use a knife. I don't I don't want to yeah. have the a best nice thing. old knife with a story to tell. Exactly. Um, but it, it's like the classic, like you know, kids getting really. Uh, parents getting really young kids presents or mm. getting your pet presents and all they want to do is play with the box yes it's like well because that's the fucking interesting thing and the yeah. exciting yeah. thing and i can imbue my imagination into it but i'm i've just had a revelation about why i fucking hate the buzz lightyear movie trailer because it's removed all the pleasure of buzz lightyear yeah because if he's not a toy What's i can't relate to it yeah Right. The whole point of Toy Story, the whole magic and charm of Toy Story is like you were the one giving them personality. Yeah. Andy is the one that's brought them to life. Yeah. For the, for him to then just become a a character in a movie yeah. with a real story and he's like, Oh no, that's the real buzz I'm yeah. like and unless the movie pulls a, a um a Lego movie on us and at the end it is just the yeah, toy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which would be great. But it ain't, um, and that's why I can't get excited about it. Like it might be the same brand name, yeah, but the fact that he was, in essence, an inanimate object that the the joy of an innocence of a child brought him to life, yeah, that was what's lovely about it. Yeah, I really, I still really, really like how within the first movie or two, you could connect with the gimmick of how they interacted with each other. Like the first yeah. time they took Slink, Slinky Dog, <laughs> and like used him because he's a Slinky in such a way, or when he touches Buzz Lightyear's wings button, and it doesn't just go like boom, and then he you know yeah. stands there all regal. It goes like click, and he kind of hops with it because <laughs> yeah. it's a spring inside. I'll st- I'll never forget that one little shot. But yeah, uh, I was gonna talk about the. I don't know if you guys had this same experience, but when uh, modular building toys, right? So you had your wood blocks, or we had something called Lincoln Logs. I don't know if it would have been the same over there, yeah. but um, there were always those Stickle bricks. Yeah, mm, yeah. Oh no, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but I had a uh, connects are actually the ones that ended up speaking to me quite a bit. So like, mm. I loved Legos. I still do, but Lego. once that come Lego, sorry, once they started, I had multiple Lego pieces, Legos. Anyway, sheeps. Yes, Connects was the kind of modular, more mechanical. They had wheels mm. and gears and pulleys and things like that. And I remember one of my friends got the roller coaster, which was a mass. It was yep. a yeah. huge. I, piece. I remember the. I remember the commercial for that. Yeah, but you like you could put a little motor on it, but you also you could hand crank it too, cranking up the cars, cranking up the car. <laughs> that was in the commercial, cranking up the something. Can't remember, but. I used Connects and I used them to effectively make my own toys. And my mom, hmm. my mom has photos from back then, like actual printed out photos where 
I made a like a crossbow arm, you know, it like went over yeah. my hand and it kind of rotated a little bit. It didn't really work, but it shot rubber bands really well and I got in trouble <laughs> for that a couple of times. But I I liked that these companies with these, you know, modular toy systems that you got to make your own toy, right? It was just giving you the base model of it. It was the same. It's, it is, like Steve says, the same thing in the workshop with the tools or how you bringing yeah. it up. They're just toys for me to serve the purpose to make the bigger toy at the end or whatever the thing is at the end that I'm really aiming for. And like how much, how much or how far could I dive to figure out if that's what got me into the making that I'm doing now of like, no, 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 it wasn't just that you, you learned how to weld or like played with some metal in the forge. It's actually, it goes way, way back to these, yeah. using the tools to build the things to make the other thing. And then I would always draw a picture of the thing before I built it. So was I just doing that back then? And there were no batteries or, or electricity attached to these things. Is it really that similar to, or is it really that crazy to think that that those steps and processes got me to this place and everything's just kind of scaled up in terms of everything's powered now, whether it's battery or plug in, yeah. but it's effectively the same thing. So the entire time you've been talking, I've been playing with this, just a, a little bit of plasticine. I do it every <laughs> fucking podcast, I'm always playing with the plasticine. Um, and I, I play with plasticine or silly putty, um, or play-doh like my entire life this is also the reason i even have this on my desk is because this is what we use to demonstrate forging techniques like it all comes from playing with this stuff like unbeknownst to me i was preparing myself to be a blacksmith from the age of fucking two like and i think it's it's true and i don't think it's necessary that um that it's dictated uh our development into being makers i think it's it's probably like there's a lot of other factors that went into it but it's again it comes back to that like what we were saying earlier on like it's it's preparing you for for Mm. those things it's those transferable skills it's that understanding of of physics and how physics works and how things connect together and what you can do and like basic engineering and all of those kind of good things like i i think whether that's playing with lego or um uh the thing that you said connect i can't remember what it's fucking called connects k that's it apostrophe n-e-x or you know playing with play-doh or there was uh i can remember i can't remember what the fuck it was called other brands of sculpting clay for children is available yeah uh or like you know fucking airfix or you know just playing with bits of balsa wood i've never made an airfix what never made an airfix pardon i've never made an airfix i'm gonna i'm gonna buy you some airfix now um other brands of uh connected <laughs> model yeah model things as well. <laughs> well like yeah even, even if it like the amount of people that played warhammer or something like that like it's it's all kind of and again i think it is it's that whole whole thing of like developing basic skills um and i think it's hugely important i think it's something that it never stops being important like there was a again there was another study about um uh old people being like in retirement homes and the fact that so many retirement homes now are encouraging um, retired people to play computer games to play on the xbox to keep their mind active because otherwise they're just sat doing nothing like that's that's why 
humans are able to work is because we need to keep active we need to keep our minds going like the whole idea of um the uh the wally kind of um spaceship where you know you just sat in the chair the entire time and you don't actually do anything like i don't think that would happen like we would at least be more like the oasis in ready player one where we're in a virtual world doing something the whole time i think just sitting watching nothing i think i don't think we we'd be able to do it i think we'd die out way too quickly because we need to exercise the 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 muscle of our brain as it were yes and um totally agree with you but i do think there's something in toys being escapism as well yeah oh yeah yeah it's not all hone those skills no that, I, craft the man yeah. be a, just know, to be very hunt. very clear like i think that's a it's a kind of uh evolutionary mm. um, yeah, yeah, totally. bonus of it like it's not it's not why i play i don't play because i want to develop skills i play mm. because it's fun and i enjoy it because there's some there's something super personal about toys yeah where it's like no this is just for me yeah this is my secret little world my little lego cave or my little mm-hmm. you know collection i've got hidden away of pebbles or something it's like this this is just for me yeah you know and it, it might just be about lovely um aesthetics or lovely sensations or you know nice smells or something it's just like yeah I'm, yeah i've just got a picture like little kids smelling in my little ponytail or something it's like <laughs> it's not helping you anyway other than it's just nice yeah <laughs> exactly um but yeah no i and i i do think like, again like as an adult like it's it's the same with going into your workshop and making stuff like there's this uh, tendency to put pressure on yourself to make it um productive and to make mm. play productive and like oh what if i'm going to the workshop i've got to make sure it's making I've, i'm making something i can sell or making something i can make money out of or making something that i can make a video out of or anything like it's supposed to be your, your fucking relaxation your downtime your enjoyment just do like do it for fun. Do it. Don't do it because it serves a purpose. The fact that it serves a purpose is a bonus, but that mm. shouldn't be the first thought. The first thought should be, why am I doing this? I'm doing this to relax. Or I'm doing this to enjoy myself. I'm doing this to have fun, and do it for those reasons because those reasons are spiffing. Al, have you got an order? Yeah, it's abs. Abs, which means you are first. Um, I can't remember if we've talked about this, but this is a, a fantastic combination. Um, ever since, I think it was Lego Star Wars where they started to franchise out Lego kits and sets to other franchises. Popular cultural status yeah so i think i think star wars was the first one um and ever since then it was like what could you make that's lego and it was like lego this lego that lego simpsons lego lost. harry potter blah, 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 blah. Oh. lego lost lego debbie does dallas um <laughs> but i was utterly blown away by the lego optimus prime which is kind of just come out in the past few weeks 
and it actually transforms, it. which I appreciate the irony Ooh. of being that it's made of Lego. Yeah. But once you build it, it fully transforms from like oh stand-up gosh. prime to roll-out prime. Amazing. And it comes with uh, the Matrix. It comes with an Energon cube. It comes with his like uh, hand replacement glowing axe weapon thing from Arrival from Cybertron. And is uh, I want it. I'm, I'm oh it. golly! It serves no purpose other than being amazing. It's a bit, it's a bit uh, on the pricey side, isn't it? One hundred and fifty great British pounds. Transformers but. Optimus Prime Collector's Edition Lego oh, one thousand so dollars. Cool. <laughs> oh, Collector's Edition! Okay. Now we're talking. Ugh. I love the fact that on the website, the guy, the like, the person they have playing with it is a guy in his like late thirties. Not a kid. Guy is well, like that. Hence the point of this episode of Fools with Toys. Toys are not just for kids. Uh, love it. Good shout. Um, Where's them? Where, where does one get the, um, the 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 collector's edition one from, Brett? Oh, I have no idea. There's a couple of listings that just seem a bit sketchy, but yeah. one of them's under Amazon. Um, I mean, the regular one on the Lego website is 150 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Which, granted, is not free, but yeah. it's in the scheme of things. I think that's doable. Nice, correct. Uh, Brett, you are next. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to spiff a singular video on a. It's clearly a repost channel because there's just like a thousand subscribers, and they post really odd videos, but. One specifically, I watched a few weeks back and was kind of waiting to see if there'd be an opportunity to spiff it based on conversation topic. It's a short documentary, uh, 30 minutes long, on automatons. And it's like an old English, I don't even know what you would call those kind of daytime documentaries like we used to have on PBS or something, but... 30 minutes, they just talk about all these different automatons, and it's in it's showing old museum pieces, and they actually can take the backs off of them, right, and show you how the mechanisms work and stuff like that. But they're engineering marvels, and they're all so simply made with, you know, crap tools, and <laughs> just the smallest bit of wire to do this thing that touches this thing, and then suddenly it looks like the little guy on top is fishing. Or there's this beautiful Japanese archer one that's shown in the documentary that is very famous for being... It's a very famous automaton, but the mechanism Mm. and how it works is mind-boggling and true craftsmanship. So I kind of like the idea that it is effectively a toy. You just... It does a thing, and then you can, like, tell a story about it. Um, But it doesn't serve you any other purpose other than entertainment, so... I will post that video in the uh, show notes, but if anybody doesn't want to dig into that, just search on YouTube documentary on automatons and try and find one that's like a British museum television show or something like that. (laughs) Just pick random ones until you find one that that looks cool. Find one that's 30 minutes long and it's good. We're all... um vetoing russia and nobody wants to talk about russia boo russia um i went to st petersburg at alexander palace and there is a um automaton sculpture in there of like a peacock that he had an englishman make for him (laughs) (laughs) um 
it's fucking incredible. So if, yeah. if anyone sees any videos of that or has a chance, it's 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 great. Nice, good job, fantastic. Um, cool. Uh, which leaves me, and I am going to spiff someone that's entered the boat challenge. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. This doesn't mean that everyone that enters gets spiffed because I my memory's too bad for that. Um, but also, you're uh, not me. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Grant Alexander, uh, or the Grant Alexander the, on, right. on Instagram, um, did a, a lovely little project with um, his son, uh, and it was it was really nice. And it was the first thing that they'd made together, and I mean the the kid's like very young, so I don't think he's like was in charge of the band so on his own sort of thing, but. Yeah, just got them building together, made a little, um, had a little motor on it that uh, like, was, had like a AAA battery in that was just powering a propeller and set it going on a river with a toy dinosaur inside it, which I very much appreciated. Bonus and, points for which dinosaur it was, Steve? Uh, it was uh, Anclodon, something like that. So close. Oh, fuck. What is it Ankylosaurus. That's it. I knew it was ankle something. Um... But yeah, uh, super. Yeah, Anquila. Yeah, it's ankle with an accent. It's fine. Uh, it's a Spanish ankle. <laughs> ankle. Um, but yeah, it was super wholesome and genuinely, it made my day when I saw it. Um, so yeah, and he's also a very lovely person, and has a podcast himself, the Clampcast, um, and obviously there's YouTube and all of that as well. So yeah, go go check it. Go go check it. Go check him out because that little reel of him and his son making the thing made me made me warm and fuzzy inside. Uh, Al, you put your hand up. Uh, no, I've put my hands up in the official pose of holding onto the handles of a Segway. Um, <laughs> I've got a sub spiff. Yeah, off the back of your awful dinosaur knowledge. Um. There's a new David Attenborough show on Apple Plus, and it's like Planet Earth, but it's dinosaurs. Is it Walking with Dinosaurs? No. No. Oh. It's way better than Walking with Dinosaurs. Really? Yeah, it's incredible. Um, and it, the, there's a different uh, terrain every day of the week, mm. this week. Nice. So day wa- uh, Monday was deserts, Tuesday was coasts. Uh, and it's going through, and, and it's like, oh yeah. Whenever I think of dinosaurs, I just think they're in the jungle. Yeah, <laughs> it's like no, there are dinosaurs in the desert. Yeah. Um. So it's great. Uh, so awesome. you've got Apple Plus. Uh, can't remember what the name of the show is, but it's on the home screen, and it's something something dinosaurs. Or something. <laughs> just search dinosaurs. Yeah. Um. Cool. Good chat, man. Um. I will. It's have- probably Morgan Freeman on the American version. Yeah. <laughs> in the UK, it's David Attenborough. Uh, I might have to acquire someone else's apple id and check that out um yeah that sounds ace um i think that's is, is there any other business that's the the thing that comes next aob anything no yes. there was no. i was gonna have a section uh obi-wan worth i was watch. gonna say Obi-Wan. maybe not yeah. i don't know depends on how into the whole star wars gigantic universe but i will say with no spoilers and just an opinion that feels feels like it's got good yeah, I've enjoyed. I've so only far. seen the first episode, and I I enjoyed it. Yeah, nice. 
Um, also, Willow is uh, happening, yes. and I'm so excited because the Willow trailer <laughs> came out, and I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much, but Sorsha's is in it, and she has her serrated sword, which I super want to make. And yes, I, like it got me. It got me in the feels. So we'll have Brett, to see what actually ends up happening. After we get off, rem- remind me about that. I have something to tell you about it, which is quite exciting, and I think you'll enjoy. Um, Ow, oh, sorry, yes, you were going. One piece of clarification and one piece of a new um, subtopic for the show. Brett, the Transformers Collector's Edition toy, I remember this is from a few years ago. That was a fully functioning actual toy oh, golly. Okay. that transformed. Okay. Not Lego, but is incredible. Probably worth a grand. Uh, second topic, I don't know if we need a new jingle or a new section of the show. Breakfast cereal recommendations. Uh, Steve, close your ears. Um, it's got gluten in it for sure. Oh. <laughs> um, for fans of Crave and Crave substitutes, there's a new flavor of Crave out, and it's basically it's it's Oreo flavor, but it's called Cookies and Cream flavor, Ooh. and it's incredible. Solid <laughs> eight out of ten. Would recommend. Wow. Nice. Uh, weirdly enough, I was in HMV on Sunday as well because there was an HMV in Southampton, and um, they had like a section that was like weird kind cereal? of cereal yeah but it, it was like three or four different types of cereal and they all had like funny names and they were awful but oh. it was one of those like they were awful but at the same time i was like i kind of want to buy them um <laughs> but yeah i feel like i love cereal I, I can have like crunchy nut and that's about as exciting as it gets i mean it's good cereal i'm gonna i, make I, I love crunchy goddamn nut, peanut butter bread again today oh yes i can already feel it <laughs> I'm trying to get over this sickness, so I'm like, I haven't been eating well, and I haven't been doing anything super active, and I think I just have to comfort myself for the rest of today and hope that I hit it hard tomorrow, so I'm making that goddamn peanut butter bread. Good idea. Um, I really want banana bread. Banana and peanut butter bread. And if you want to find us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metaworks. You can find Brett at Scallonspade13. And you can find Al scowling at me at the idea. Not at your house eating things with fucking bananas in. What's wrong with bananas? Al does not want a I banana. I do not like a banana. What? <laughs> bananas are the best fruit, you weirdo. They're really oh, you know what? You know what will improve this? Okay. Cooking it and making the texture even worse. Well, no. If you put banana in a banana bread, you don't feel the texture, do you? It's like when you put... Fucking... Feel your texture. It's <laughs> what. <laughs> Uh, it's like carrot cake. You don't taste carrot. It's you do because carrots are badass. Well, yeah, but you don't taste carrot and carrot cake, do you? You do. Well, you and you, so and you I had I had I had a I had a posh snack today from Booths, mm-hmm. um, and it was the same thing but a parsnip. Yes, I I've, uh, one of the guys I used to work with um, used to make potato cake, but it, as in like cake but with potatoes instead of flour, and it was delicious and it was very moist. Ooh, always moist. Ooh. Um, and, and the be- one and only time that courgettes should ever be eaten. Yeah, courgette cake uh, and beetroot cake, which is also oh, delicious. Just types, just types of cake with yeah. vegetables. Yeah, I could go on. Yeah, just just replace all all of the gluten with vegetables. Onion cake. <laughs> Isn't that a, basically a bargy? Oh, fuck, I want bargies now. Sweet I'm really fucking pie. hungry. So let's uh, wrap this up and go. Um, so yes. Until next week, uh, we love you all. Go and play and eat cake. Turnip cake. (laughs) Let them eat cake.
Okay, we love you.